Good evening and welcome to The Queen is Dead. This is your hostess with the most is Marissa Maron and it has been more than a week y'all. And I said that I was going to keep up with these and I am, I promise, but it's been a busy one. We are reopening on Saturday, June 26th. So we're going to have a limited menu. We're going to have shots, detox waters, juices, smoothie bowls, and fruit bowls. Um, and everything else we're just gonna kinda we're just gonna kinda hold off on. So if you wanna come through June the twenty-sixth, please do. We will be there from ten to four. Um, and then also we also have face wash and soap and lip balm and face masks and all kinds of stuff. So please come through. Address is thirty eight oh four Elysian Street, Houston, Texas, seven seven zero zero nine. Um and come through so we're excited. Um, it's been a minute, y'all. So I'm going to start off with my quote, my queen quote. And, you know, it's going to be my greatest of all time, even though I do have a couple. Um, from For you, those of you who don't know, I grew up um, watching boxing and soccer because my dad is from Mexico. We did not watch American sports. Baseball, football, we did not do that. Um, so that is what I grew up watching. And... Julio Cesar Chavez is one of the greats to me, of course, 80 and 0. Um, Mayweather was 50 and 0, so I don't see why um, we have him up so much, even though he is a great. <clears throat> but Mike Tyson is my other greatest of all time. So I'm going to do another Mike Tyson quote. I'm just happy I'm not a phony. Mike Tyson. I fucking love that um, because it's true. I'm just happy I'm not a phony. I am all kinds of fucked up shit. Um, but one thing I am not is a phony. I don't know how to be, don't know how to be fake. Um, all I know how to do is just be me. Um, and when I'm feeling something, I just, that's just the way that I feel. And if I feel like I'm happy, then I'm going to be happy about the shit. If I feel like I'm sad, I'm going to be sad. I'm not going to, you know what I always like thought was funny? Like... <laughs> And I would see it all the time and I'd be like, bitch, shut up. You are sad. Cry, bitch. Those are tears of sadness, not anger. Like you would, there would be a lot of people that I knew, right? And they always like tried to be the tough ones, like never wanted to cry, never tried, you know, always made it seem like they were tough and nothing bothered them. And then something would happen and then they would cry and then I would be put in a, because you know, when somebody's crying, Sometimes people are funny about crying. They don't want you to touch them or like say, are you, you know, like they want to be left alone, which I, you know, I, I get it. Okay, cool. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> but there would be people who would like cry in my presence or something would happen. They, they, they'd start crying and immediately I want to be like, oh shit, are you okay? Like, you know, it's all right. Like I want to put my hand on your shoulder and be like, you know, Hey man, it's, it's okay. And, <clears throat> but some people don't want to be touched, right? They want to be left alone. But <laughs> there would be times when people would cry in my presence. They'd be like, bitch, I'm not sad. I'm angry. And it's like, first of all, no. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not sad. I'm angry. No, you're sad. Somebody hurt you. You feel like shit and you want to cry. It's not anger. It's not rage. 
you are sad, you're feeling vulnerable, you're feeling weak right now, somebody disappointed you, they hurt your feelings, and you're, you want to cry, and it's okay. But don't sit here and be like, oh, these are not tears of sadness. I'm mad. No, you're not mad, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Like, you're sad, and it's okay to be sad. Don't sit there and try to say that you're mad when you know you're just sad. Like, why is being sad a weakness? Like, I don't get it. Like, it's okay to be sad sometimes. It happens. But what do I always say? Like, feel those feelings, feel those emotions. But don't sit there too long. Just don't. It's it's okay to have that moment where you're like, you're sad, you're hurt, you're disappointed. Like, somebody hurt your feelings. Like... No one is too strong to never have their feelings hurt. Like, sometimes people say things that you're like, oh, damn, bitch, that, that hurt me. Like, damn, why did you say that? Um, and that doesn't make you weak. You're just feeling that emotion. Like, that's normal. It's normal to um, sometimes feel like, wow, that, that one hurt. Like, that, 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 was a, that was a hurtful comment. Or that was fucked up what they said. Or, you know, that hurt my feelings, man. Like, that, that hurt my feelings. Not... <clears throat> trying to mask it with this like pretend rage like no that's not that's not what you do but a lot of times I think that we're taught to pretend like <clears throat> like we're not sad because being sad is like a weak thing and I and I don't think that it is I think that sadness is just part of one of those million fifty thousand whatever emotions that you have and you know we tap into them every now and then because look we're in this world with a bunch of people who are fucked up just like we are and so none of us really know and and unless you're like doing the work and trying to like okay figure out how to be a better person and man I shouldn't have said that because when I think back I've said a lot of things that I think were very insensitive um could have even been hateful um and not that I meant to but I feel like you know, like I let, I guess I let somebody push me, you know, to that point where I'm like, you know what, bitch, fuck you. And then I say all the most hateful shit that I could. And <clears throat> I don't want to say that someone made me do that because I chose to, right? Because I think that we all have to just be accountable for the things that we did. I had a moment where I let you bring me down to a fucked up level that I shouldn't have come down to. But I did it. My bad. And I don't ever say my bad to the other person because they probably fucking deserved it. But my bad to me. You know, like, I'm sorry, Marissa, that you fucking had to go there. Like, I should have controlled you better. I should have done better by you. And I shouldn't have fucking... I shouldn't have let this sorry motherfucker make me want to just go off on this bitch when I know that they're hmm, probably not worth it anyway. So and I'll say this now is that I've come a long way and I really don't feel the need to be spiteful or hateful to anyone. Um, I don't even feel the need to like tell you about yourself or be like. I just don't even care anymore. Like, it just gets to a point where it's like, eh, I feel sorry for them. You know what? They'll be all right. <laughs> God bless those people. But for me, it does take energy for me to spew all of this negativity out of my mouth because I want to give you a piece of my mind and tell you about yourself. Eh, you know what? People who 
people who you want to cuss out because they're fucking dickheads, you ain't even got to do all that. They know that they're a piece of shit. They really do. And I think that some people just thrive on, like, getting a rise out of other people. And so don't give it to them. You know, that's what I always say is, like, don't even give them the satisfaction of fucking responding. And and you know what? I think now you see that more with social media where people are, like, so quick to, like, <clears throat> start to tear down your opinion or um, criticize something that you say. And then immediately they turn it into, like, um, a bashing session where they start criticizing you and they don't even know you. And they start to insult you and... Those are the kind of people where it's like in real life, I really don't encounter people like that. In real life, the majority of people that I encounter, cool peeps, we probably don't agree on everything, but we're able to have conversations. But when it comes to social media, everybody has an opinion and there's a lot of people who don't know how to just disagree. Um, They start to go after you and insult you and they don't even know you and and that's where it's kind of like, whoa, that's that's strange because I've never met this fucking person. They don't even know me. I'm just trying to give my little opinion. But then, too, that's another lesson for me is that <clears throat> I really shouldn't be giving my opinion on social media anyway. Um, and the only time I do, like, for the most part, I know how to just roll my eyes and be like, oh, my God, this motherfucker is a fucking idiot for posting this shit. Like, what a jackass. Um, <clears throat> but... And then so some so sometimes I will engage and be like, hey, but what about la la la? Not directly like insulting this person's idea or their perspective, um, but just kind of saying, hey, well, what about this? You know, and then <clears throat> other people will see the comments and say, you're a whatever and you're trying to spread false narratives. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like who are these fuck like who raised you who are these people and you know what the only time I get caught up in that kind of dumb shit is when it comes like political stuff even though again like I said I try to do my best not to like engage I'm I'm I roll my eyes and keep scrolling the majority of the time I'm like oh my god okay whatever but sometimes I will engage right but I have to stop because the conversations that I want to have and the things that I want to talk about and the perspective that I have is not something that you can express on a on a comment. Right. It's like when people talk about things that are like societal. Right. Everything in this society is important. You know, you're talking about politics, you talk about race, you talk about gender, um, age, um, uh, our medical system, um, the criminal justice system. Like all of these things are just systems in this society, right? In this structure. And... And I hate to even say this, but I mean, that is what I got my degree in. I spent so many years breaking down data and I'm talking about the senses, breaking down the senses and breaking things down by race and gender and age and occupation. And, and then you, and then we've 
broken down the criminal justice system in just different districts or different uh, counties where um, my professor gave us <clears throat> basically the raw numbers. It's like, okay, here's the amount of black, brown, and white men that were conv- you know, convicted for certain crimes. And then when they're convicted, you start to see, when you start to analyze this data, that black and brown men got harsher and longer sentences than white men. And so then when you're trying to put the pieces together, you're like, okay, this is starting to paint a picture that um, the media doesn't represent um, accurately, right? Um, you don't, they don't really show you those things, right? They just run on this narrative that black and brown people are just more prone to commit crimes. And that's why they fill the prison systems. But when you actually look at it and you actually break down the numbers, that is not what the numbers paint. It's a totally different, um, picture that it paints. And for me, I'm always looking at these things from a data perspective, like, okay, no, no, no. I know that this is what you're saying. And this is what the right is telling you, or that this, this is what the left is telling you, but this is the work that I've done. Like, this is the data that I've broken down. And I get so frustrated when I see people perpetuate that bullshit, those right-wing talking points or those liberal talking points, because at the end of the day, I'm going to piss off right-wingers, right? Because what they say is based on bullshit. And what I'm saying is based on numbers. And I'm going to piss off liberals because what they're saying is based on bullshit. And my thinking and what I'm saying is just based on the fucking numbers. Um, And you could just keep going and going and going, right? Those are just a couple of the systems. But Usually that's when I get caught up, right, on social media, when people are saying stupid shit that just, it's like, uh, for me, I'm just so like, what my mouth just drops. I'm like in, in like completely dumbfounded by people's stupidity. And <clears throat> it's crazy because you get people who, you know, maybe they're lifelong Democrats and they become Republicans and now they think that now they know the truth, right? And it's like, no, you just went from one bag of shit to a new bag of shit. Like you went to one bag of lies to a new bag of lies. Or when people are Republic, lifelong Republicans and then they, be, they, they become Democrats and then they're like, oh, well, now I know the truth. And it's like, no, you just went from one bag of crap to a new bag of crap. I was a Republican. <clears throat> I am 39, about to be 40. I was a Republican from 18 to, God, I don't know, 28, 29. And then I became a Democrat. But one thing that I learned was that I spent like 10 years in both parties. And I just realized that they were both full of shit, right? And and when you really like step back and you think about politics, politics is just based on fear. Like they're fearing you into not voting for the other side because the other side is going to ruin this country and we're all going to die. And if you vote for a Republican, this is what's going to happen and this is what you're going to lose. And if you vote for a Democrat, this is what's going to happen and this is what you're going to lose. 
And so, but it's never based on substance. Like, neither of these people have a good fucking argument. It's based on fear. They're fearing you into staying away from the other side, yet they're never offering anything of substance to people. Like, why don't you just start giving people things and offering them something, and then they might vote for you. But for you to always just say, this side is bad, and this side is bad, and this side, and this is bad. Like, what does that give people? And I think that people are just starting to get into this... I think people are starting to wake up and I'm not talking about this fake ass wokeness, right? I'm talking about, and when I say woke, look, I know the liberals are on this little woke wagon right now, but if you think back, baby, the Republicans have their woke bullshit too. I mean, if you were anti-war that, oh, you don't love the troops. You don't love America. Like that's that same woke bullshit. And they've been doing it for a long time too. Um, and so that's why, and, and that is what I'm saying is like, they use these little fear tactics to just scare people into voting for them, but they never really offer people anything. And that is where I get so fucking frustrated, right? Because I feel like I want to, I genuinely want to help people. And that is even the reason why the Juice Caboose came to be is again, studying the raw numbers and studying the data. And you start to break down the pieces and you see that in lower income neighborhoods, there's higher amounts of uh, deaths related to health. So I'm talking about diabetes, heart attacks, all that shit, right? And you see the concentration in the lower income neighborhoods. And then you start to see that these lower income neighborhoods don't even have healthy options. Like all there is Jack in the Box, Whataburger, Burger King. Shout out to Whataburger though. I love, I fucking love you. McDonald's, um, Church's Chicken, uh, all that bullshit. And so <clears throat> you look at it and in the more affluent areas, you've got uh, a grocery store with three of them within three miles of each other. And then in the lower income neighborhoods, you have one and it's a piece of fucking shit. And so, <clears throat> That is what is considered a food desert when it's hard, when there's no access to fresh fruits and vegetables. And that is the reason why I said, okay. And you got to remember, guys, a community is was something that was structured and built a long time ago, right? Think about an engineer. Look, Think about their job, right? An engineer's job or an architect's job is to create a building or a structure that can withstand any elements, wind, rain, uh, lightning. And, and that structure is going to be built so solid that it never moves. It never wavers, right? And so when you think about communities, communities were also engineered, And so when you see a dilapidated community and when you see a lower income community that has absolutely nothing, just remember that it was engineered to be that way. Um, And then we like to victim blame, right? That's what we do. We blame the community. Well, they don't do this or they don't do that. Well, honey, you got to backtrack a long time to figure out why the fuck this place was engineered that way. And and they are. And so... 
um, there's a lot of disparities. And I, and I said, okay, well, since this was in purposely engineered to be this way, because there's no other answer once you start painting this picture, once you start looking at everything, you start to say, okay, this is starting to paint an ugly picture, bitch. Then I said, okay, well, since this is on purpose, we're going to be on purpose. On purpose, we're going to be in the hood. Fuck the, fuck the Heights, fuck River Oaks. They have everything that they motherfucking need. And they'll never go, they'll never need. Uh, because they're good, they're set. That community was engineered to thrive, okay? So that's why I said, okay, well, these motherfuckers want to play this game and they want to do this shit on purpose. Well, we're going to be here on purpose too, bitch. What the fuck do you want to do? And so that's why we are where we are. That's why we're in the hood because we do want to make a difference and we do want to at least bring cleaner options, um, healthier options to the hood. Um, But again, I would have never known this had I not studied what I studied in college. And um, I've always seen it and I saw the difference between communities, but I never studied it. And I didn't know that there was a name for it. And I didn't know that there were systems that all kind of intertwined. And and <clears throat> these shitty ass neighborhoods are just an outcome of those fucked up ass systems. And so <clears throat> I I felt like this was my calling. Now there's a lot of things that need reform and need a lot of help and need a lot of um hands and movers and shakers to to make movements and and make change right but for me i just thought that this was this was the thing that called me the most right bringing healthier options to the hood figuring out a way to promote um sustainability and long life and health um because i think that at the end of the day we should all at least have a choice, right? What we put in our body. Um, and so for me, that was the most important. But, you know, it, it, it just, it gets so frustrating when you're dealing with people who just want to perpetuate a bunch of bullshit. While, you, while, I, while I feel like I'm here um, to really try to help people. And I just feel like it's counterproductive, right? Um, to pretend like there's, that there aren't any issues and, um, and everything is just, uh, oh, well, it is what it is. That's, that's the way that it is. Oh, well, right. But for me, I'm more like, no, not oh well, like we need to fix this. Like something needs to fucking happen. Um, <clears throat> but again, that's when I, that's why I feel like I just, I don't even have any business like commenting on things like that or even giving my opinion. Because again, for me, like I don't think that the ideas and all the work that I've done and all the research that I've done, I shouldn't dumb myself down to a couple of sentences in a, in a, in a comment. You know what I mean? Like for me, I like to have long conversations and really get into things. And it's hard to do, um, when you're on social media, um, but it's it's hard because it's like it's a new age, right? And everybody has an opinion. And I will say that I've known so many people. Like I have long life, to, long friendships with people. I'm talking about 20, 30 years. And I do not know how they vote. And and I don't want to know like what, what happened to that that time, right? Because 
I know that we all don't vote the same, but I trust them and their decision because they're good people. And I know that in the end, they're going to vote for what they think is best, right? What they think will benefit their family or or them or their society. Like, I trust their decision, even though I don't know what it is. And I know that we all have different perspectives, right? And we're allowed to be different and have, we all have different outlooks. We all have different views of the world. So we're going to see things differently. But... <clears throat> But I trust them, right? Because they, in their heart of hearts, are good people. And I know that they trust me. Like, they know that I'm going to just do what I think is best, right? And so, again, I, I just, I trust them. I, I trust what what they vote for. And I know that they're all voters. Um, and I don't think that it's anything that I would be, like, pissed off about, you know, if if I found out that they voted a particular way. Like, I wouldn't be upset. And it's just, it's so crazy because it's just, a, it's a crazy time that we live in, right? And it kind of goes back to that that comment about Mike Tyson just being happy that he's not a phony. Um, and, and I feel the same way, like... Whatever I'm passionate about, I'm going to speak on. Whatever I feel like is important to me, I'm going to speak on. And I'm going to, you know, express my my view and why I feel that way. But I think that in this crazy political time, right, people are just virtue signaling. Like, there's they, they, they want to just have a team, right? And they may not even be passionate about things that you're, you care about, like Black Lives Matter or transgender issues or you know, rights for whoever, but they pretend to jump on those bandwagons because they just want a team, right? They want a virtue signal and make it seem like they really do care, but they really don't care, you know? And those are the people that are, that you have to be careful for. Those are the people always like attacking people on the internet and, you know, going crazy, trying to say, you know, like literally just attacking people. It's like, why are you attacking people? Like, okay, we get it. This is what you stand for. Someone who really stands for those things is not going to make it their life's work to belittle other people on the internet. Like the work that you're doing is going to be in real life. It's going to be with every conversation. It's going to be <clears throat> with every encounter. Like, and, and when you attack somebody on the internet that doesn't have the same opinion as you, then that makes me question you and your intentions. Because if, let's take for me, me for example, if I really want to get in somebody's head about how much of an issue a food desert is and why I think it is the way that it is, I don't want to shut them down in the first conversation and tell them they're just a fucking idiot dumbass and they don't know anything. I want to I want to um, welcome them to what I'm thinking and my thoughts and my ideas. And I, I want to re- I do want to have a conversation. I don't want you to I don't want to scare you away and shoot you off and tell you to go fuck yourself like it's important to me. So I want all the ears that I can have. I want people to hear me. I want people to 
to, I want to have that dialogue, that open dialogue with people who don't necessarily agree with me or agree that a food desert is an issue, right? So why would I sit there and just attack somebody because they don't agree with me? Like that is an opportunity. That's an opportunity to talk to somebody, um, start a relationship and start, start some dialogue, have a conversation. And then you start to like, open each other's eyes, right? And then you start to get them to kind of understand where you're coming from. Like, and that's why I feel like these people who virtue signal, right? Like they're just so full of shit. Like, like I said, you don't just cut people off. You don't just insult them in the first interaction on the internet. It's, it's bigger than that, you know? And so again, Those are those people that you just have to be really careful for Um, because there's a lot of phonies out there and they just want a team, right? They just want somebody to ride with and so they're going to jump on any bandwagon and attack everyone who doesn't agree with them. And it's just the craziest thing. The craziest thing It's just it's so crazy to see now. It's so crazy to witness and uh again like i said i've been sucked into it a couple times <laughs> and insulted i don't know how many times people have called me a communist and i'm just like oh my god these people are fucking crazy like what do you dude it is just <clears throat> it's the craziest thing and sometimes i i worry about like younger kids i just had a friend who called me and or actually I called her because she was having some issues with her daughter and she's just so so my friend is so disappointed and so heartbroken that she's finding these things out about her daughter her daughter's you know she's in high school 16 17 years old and she's just going through it you know she's going through this phase where you know you're young you're impressionable you are trying to get the attention of the the opposite sex and you know it's just a different time to be a teenager and have social media at your fingertips um and then every time you're watching tv i mean they can't even sell deodorant without be deodorant without it being like a full sex scene right so it's 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 so hard to be the parent of a girl during this time and even a boy you know i have a 12 year old and we've already had some discussions about sex or whatever but i think social media has its benefits right because i mean i can talk to my family from mexico i can see pictures and keep up with what they're doing and just keep in contact with people that i care about and people that I I wouldn't normally get to see all the time. I mean, I love keeping up with my friends and seeing what their kids are doing and they're playing sports and they're graduating. And I love to see my friends go on vacations and just do awesome stuff. Like those are, I, I enjoy that. I enjoy watching the people that I care about, but don't necessarily get to see all the time. I like to see what they're doing. I, I enjoy watching them like live a good life. Um, And then if you have a business, that's also like, you know, uh, social media is beneficial because it helps you promote without having to pay anybody, an advertiser or, you know, certain services like you can do it on your own. Um, So there are benefits. But when it comes to like how you look at yourself and the way you 
view your body and the way you view the things or your your success in life right there there's also like a dark side because you compare yourself to other people and you compare your lives to other people and the way you look to other people and when you're a young girl like that is that is hard like i i couldn't imagine being 15 and 16 and getting on the internet and looking at all of these like women who are like sculpted and mind you not natural right um but it doesn't matter because that is what they look at like you see these beautiful women and they're with all the top athletes and all these really successful men and you're like damn this is what i gotta look like right and you're seeing that so young, like 15 and 16 years old. And you're thinking to yourself, I got to show my body. Like, this is what I need to do. Um, and that puts a lot of pressure on a young person, especially a young, a young woman. Because <clears throat> I think even us growing up, I'm going to be 40. But I mean, I think that there were like different stereotypes or different ideas of what beauty was like you have to look a certain way I think we all kind of grew up with that a little bit um but I think now with social media it's just so hard to keep up like you just can't keep up like women just keep looking more perfect and more perfect and more perfect and more perfect and it's like you you can't keep up it's too much like it's going too fast and um that's what I told my friend. I said, you know, you know, I know you're disappointed as a mother because I would be very disappointed too, right? But <clears throat> we have to stop. You have to stop making her feel bad about what she did. The things that you found. <clears throat> and because everybody's going to be making fun of her. Everybody's going to talk to her. You know, she sent out or talk bad about her. She sent out images of herself. She did all of these things. And she's already the laughing stock, right? Like, people have pictures of her. I'm sure they're laughing at her behind her back. Um, and I'm sure that she's going to experience this humiliation for the things that she did. Not only regretting what she did, but being humiliated and having people say those things about you. Because kids are mean, man. They are. And, um... But I told her, I was like, just don't judge her anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, she did what she did. She's going to have to suffer for the those repercussions, whatever they may be, in her own social circle. You're going to have to be her safe, her safe space, even though you're very upset and you're very disappointed. I would be too. But now we just got to figure out, okay, this is what happened. What do we do from here? Um... And how do we get her to rebuild that confidence? Um, because like I said, it's so hard. Just think about the pressure of being a young girl during this social media like era. And if any of y'all have daughters, start talking to them now. Like we already talked to Isaiah and he's he just turned 12 in June. Um, and, but it was it was a different conversation, right? Because he's a boy um but for with girl you know with girls it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit different and I don't know what that conversation looks like I don't have d d a daughters yet um <clears throat> I am expecting my daughter in, in the middle of October and I can just imagine what life is gonna be like for her 
Like, if I think that it's bad now, like, just imagine what social media is going to be like. But if you have daughters, come up with a way, you know, y'all have a girl, a girl day or girl time every evening or, you know, just talk to them. I I know that we always want to say that we're not their friends, right? And my mom made that very clear to me. She was not my friend. But she also judged absolutely everything that I ever did. And that's why I never told her anything. I lied a lot, dude. When I was young, I lied a lot to her. I snuck out of my house. I put myself in really, really bad situations. And now I think back, I was like, what a fucking jackass I was. Sneaking out of my house, walking in the fucking hood, right? In the north side, down fucking Fulton and Irvington and Backstreet Helmers, all this shit. I could have really put myself in a fucked up situation, but I could never go anywhere. I couldn't see anybody. I couldn't have friends. My mom would lock the gate at a certain time. Like my friends would talk to me from the other side of the gate. Like I really felt like I was a fucking prisoner. And then when I would go, then I had a couple, but I did have a couple friends that she trusted their parents. Um, so I was able to do that, but I knew that I couldn't tell her anything. And so I, I know that we can't be our kids friends, but I wish that I could have had a more open relationship with her because I had a lot of things that I had my other friends who are my same age giving me advice on. Like, how dumb is that? Two 13 year olds fucking giving each other advice when, had I had a parent that said look I'm not your friend but I want you to tell me everything because nobody else is going to give you the advice like I am those fucking friends are fucking jackasses because they're only 13 I'm the old bitch here like I'm the one who's had the life experience so I'm gonna tell you the truth right I wish I would have had that kind of guidance you know what I'm saying because then maybe I wouldn't have done a lot of the stupid shit that I did maybe I would have you know, done things a little bit different. And that's neither here nor there. That's over. But I do want to establish that kind of open relationship with my children, with my daughter. Um, And I feel like we've done that with Isaiah. Like, I feel like he tells me the craziest things that I don't even want to hear. And I don't want to fucking know. But he's open. He's very open in in, in many ways. Um, and my husband even yesterday was like, I'm not your fucking homeboy. Actually, today. Um, because sometimes I think with our openness, they kind of uh, get the misinterpret things or sometimes they get a little bit comfortable. And then they have to be reminded, but it's all good. You know, at the end of the day, he still knows that he can talk to us about anything. But um, and maybe there will be some things that he tries to keep a secret But that's why every day we're like, you can talk to us about anything. What's going on? Who are your friends? What's happening? What, you know, and you just have to, to just be very persistent, to always try to get to know who they are and what they're thinking and what's going on. And they don't get to have privacy. And that's another thing because we went through my son's cell phone not that long ago. And that's why we even had to have the talk because you know, we're figuring they're going to a little Catholic school and they're all little church children. Well, that's a motherfucking lie. Uh, <laughs> these little fuckers are sending each other crazy things. Um, but it's okay because, <clears throat> again, like I said, like they're growing up in this hypersexual world that we didn't really live in. I mean, it was there, you know, but 
porn was like you had to go and get it from somewhere and like buy a fucking video or dvd i don't fucking know and now it's at their fingertips dude even my six-year-old he can't use youtube and he can't because dude the other day he's playing he's watching sonic on youtube now they have it on netflix um but they also have it on youtube so he's watching it on youtube and i'm looking and i go back to through the history it was a fucking sonic that had motherfucking titties like the bitch had breasts like it was this weird version of sonic and that's why i was like this my and you know what he's six like he's just looking at the sonic videos not realizing that he's gone so deep that it's turned into some kind of crazy perverted fucking shit so that's when i was like okay no sorry and now i have this apple watch so when aiden uses my phone i can tell if he's gone from disney plus or netflix to youtube because youtube is barred and um and i can see it now (laughs) the other day He's over there watching Netflix real cool. And then I look at my phone and I see that it's on YouTube now on fucking Sonic. I said, oh, hell no. And I told him, I said, look, you see my phone? I mean, you see my watch? You're on, you are on fucking YouTube watching Sonic, fool. You cannot be doing that shit. You get to Disney Plus, Netflix, or you can't watch anything. So I say all that to say is at the end of the day, we're not their friends, right? But we do have to try to establish some kind of relationship with them. That way they're open. And we always just remind them, like, look, man, I know more than you and your dumbass friends. Like, I just do. And so if you need anything or if you need advice, you need to ask me. And every day I'm going to be asking you, what's going on? What's happening? Why do you look like that? Why is your face like that? Are you okay? Are you sad? Are you? And that's me. That's just the kind of mom that I am. I'm sorry. But then at the same time, we don't, they don't get privacy. Not in our home. I'm sorry. I'm looking through your shit. I'm, I'm looking through your text messages. I'm looking at all your stuff because you're my fucking kid. And the minute I get comfortable and think that I can trust you, then I'm going to go and I'm going to find some shit because I, it always happens. Um, and, it, and it's, you know what? Sometimes as parents, we get busy. We let them play with the phone and it's okay, but you have to check yourself and say, nah, bitch, get up, go check, take the phone away. All right, that's enough. You're good. You're good because it is so much, right? Like I said, it's just living in a time like this they're so impressionable and you don't want someone else influencing your child more than you like you want to be their influence you want to be the ones that they look look up to and at the end of the day you just want them to be real about who they are and about themselves um you don't want them to you know be followers you want them to be leaders and and it, and it it starts with you it starts with the parent it starts with the parent and you know even if you don't have kids it's like even for us as adults we get caught up in fucking social media we get caught up in the fake and phoniness of the fucking internet and that's one thing that we should always just try to achieve and 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 just realness realness is what we should always what should always be the goal no matter how you feel on whatever it is 
people's sexuality or people's political views or just you as a fucking person i think the goal is to always just be real fine don't be fake about anything if you don't like something it's cool to just say it and move on if you love something and it's cool to say it and be like i fucking love that or if something makes you sad or if something makes you angry like why is it bad to feel those things why is it bad to be real we should we got to stop with the masks right we got to stop with all the phoniness and the pretending and the comparing ourselves to other people because guess what them bitches are not real Okay, they are fucking phony. Can't nobody look like that all day, every day. Okay, remember, guys, it's social media. It's not real. Right. And that's kind of the point. It's, it's an escape. Um, and it's not only an, an escape for you, the viewer, but it's an escape for the people who are posting. Like, we don't want to put our problems all over fucking social media. We want to put pretty pictures and the happy moments. And that's why you should never compare yourself to other people. Don't compare yourself to other people. Don't compare yourself to to anybody. You are you and find what makes you happy. And that's one thing that I always say is like, dude, I love seeing my friends go on vacations and do amazing things and enjoy their families, whether it's barbecues or going to the river or I enjoy those things and I never envy what other people have. And I'm actually happy for these people when they're doing just what makes them happy. Right. And so I think that's the most important is just find what makes you happy and don't compare yourselves to other people and, and don't be phony. Be real with yourself. And when you're real with yourself, it's going to trickle down to absolutely everything that you do your children your friends it's going to trickle down to absolutely everything and that's when you really find your true happiness so i'm sorry that it took me so long shout out to everybody that listened shout out to all of my peoples and shout out to my motherfucking strippers because don't nobody work as hard as you i love you guys have a great fucking week Um, even though the week's almost over in a couple days, but it's all right. The week doesn't stop for me. We keep going Saturday and Sunday, damn it. And don't forget Juice Caboose opens on Saturday, um, 10 to 4, 3804 Legion. Come and get your soap, come and get your juice, come and get your smoothie bowls. Remember limited menu and we will see you then. Bye.